And we welcome you back in. Greg Davis here, and uh, it's Priority Talk Live, and uh, we've been uh, mentioning in it uh, during the show, of course, talking about it, the uh, Asbury Revival, as it's being called, and uh, just an amazing um, thing that's happening there. And uh, we're going to visit with somebody who I believe has got as much insight to the history and the context of this as anyone, and that is my good friend, Mr. Wayne Atchison. Of course, we know him as a senior ambassador and historian for the Billy Graham uh, Library and, and for Billy Graham in general. He knows more about Billy Graham than Billy Graham knew about Billy Graham. But he also wrote the book, The Asbury Revival, and uh, it is uh, When God Used Students to Wake a Nation. And so, Wayne, um, you wrote the book. You've been here. We've talked about it before. But as you began to see what was happening last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday through the weekend, just tell me what's, uh, what's happened in your, in your heart and your mind and your life. Well, my first thought was when I first heard about it that night on Wednesday night, uh, I am not surprised. Mm. And because uh, so many of the 1970 students who were there are now 71, 72 years old, and um, and so many of them have settled in Wilmore, where As- Asbury University is, and they have been praying for another revival for years. And um, I've, I've had many to tell me that. Right. And uh, so it wasn't a surprise, but I was thrilled beyond words. And I um, have been in touch with Janine Brabon, who's a missionary now, of course, since she left Asbury. Uh, she was the leader of the 1970 revival, yeah. and we've had good communication since then. And, of course, she's so thrilled and happy. And the... Uh, and the revival right now is just, uh, you know what, uh, I will say this about the difference. Uh, you know, in 1970, when Jesus walked into Hughes Auditorium and that chapel service that Monday, that snowy winter day, 24 degrees, uh, the, the students then, you know, wouldn't leave the chapel service, and it went for seven days and seven nights. And they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have cell phones. They went to a few telephone booths on campus in long lines to call their parents and to call their hometowns to tell them what was happening at Asbury College. And today, it's totally different. You know, it's so thrilling to know that everybody has a cell phone. The word with social media uh, has just gone across America so fast and across parts of the world, how thrilling this is in the day that we live in that such a great movement of God can be uh, transferred immediately across the nation and and parts of the world as it has. And then to see so many great Christian leaders, prayer leaders, revival leaders go to Wilmore, go to uh, where the revival is and do you know, podcast and do telecast and do videos and send things out uh, across their networks. And we see a lot of that. So I, that's a huge difference. And, and how good it is that uh, uh, people around the, the United States and parts of the world are already finding out about this revival that just started last Wednesday. So I, that's some of my early thoughts yeah. about the difference in the two. What are what are some of the consistencies? I know you study and have studied revival extensively, um, and of course, uh, 
you know, having worked with the Grahams and, and, and known uh, uh-huh. Dr. Graham and Franklin and been involved in uh-huh. many of their movements and and uh-huh. other, uh, what are some of the consistencies that you're seeing here uh, about this, other than the location, <laughs> the school yeah. and the town? All right. What are some of well, the consistencies? Well, this is what it is. You still have confession of sin. You have repentance of sin. You have uh, restitution, reconciliation. You have the altar covered. I was. I read a report that you know after the first day the altar was wet with tears, and when you have tears, uh, that goes with true revival. True tears and true revival go hand in hand, and um, so that and testimonies, and it's all spontaneous. And they have a uh, then this one they have a a, a a praise band up there and a pianist and and. I love the music that they're singing and the videos and the reports I get. The music is just so anointed. And um, people uh, worshiping and people crying and people just pleading out, just pleading to God to, uh, you know, to forgive them of their sins. And here's what I love is about all of this. It's it's students. You know, there's 1,600 students at Asbury, and it's just like this. One may go to another and say, I have been envious of you for this, and I want to ask your forgiveness. Or I, we had a bad um, relationship in the past because of something happened, and I want to ask your forgiveness. And I want to tell you that I've always thought you were such a talented person, and I, I've always admired you but never told you, and I want to tell you. And it's all kind of things like that that happen. But then I tell you what also happens is uh, a lot of it is students who came to Asbury, perhaps from Christian homes, churches, but yet they have fallen away. Mm-hmm. And they have been, they need to get back to their roots in their faith and their commitment that they once had. And they're sorry for drifting away. And, and this brings them back together. And I remember in 1970, it seemed to impact every student on campus. There was 1,100 in that day. And uh, I think the same thing is happening here. And, and so you've got testimonies. You don't, I think the president, President Brown, who is a revival president, I mean, this man, I've talked to him, and he was always hoping for another revival at Asbury. And how good that they selected good leadership at Asbury, and they not always had it, but uh, but the, the, during these revivals, they have had great leadership. He spoke last Friday night, I believe, and I'm sure I don't think he spoke, but just a few minutes on John 17 about unity, and uh, what what that's what we're seeing happening. You know, when the consistencies of the two, and uh, and then of course people getting saved who thought they were saved, and then I'm telling you. I, I know that some of those students have committed themselves to foreign mission, to be foreign missionaries, to be pastors, to be preachers, to evangelists, because that's the kind of students they have there who would do that. And um, so uh, I, I, I'm just thrilled to, I, I, after three days, I said, now is the time for this to spread. And like it did the time before. It's, and, and sure enough, those other college students from other colleges began to flood into Asbury, and 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 even University of Kentucky, uh, and 
And then they said that there's a revival going on at this college, and there's another one going on here. And they've had lots and lots of people just to come to see this. And I had a text last night uh, from one of the men I wrote about in 1970. He's a pastor now in Georgia. He went to Asbury, and he said, Wayne, the students, this is Sunday afternoon about 4, there's many students. The altar is flooded with students. And they're being prayed for, and they are praying for revival to come to their campus. Hmm. And, um, you know, that's the kind of things that's happening there. Well, um, now, as a student of revival, and you've written uh, the book, uh, The Asbury Revival, and I just want to encourage everybody to get the book. Wayne, I I know he doesn't make any money off this book. (laughs) Uh, He wrote it as a labor of love and and hopefully something that would help perpetuate revival forward. So, uh, you know, very unselfishly, I ask you to, to get this book because, Wayne, what your book will do, I have it, I've read it, it will help people give a greater context to what's happening there right now. And it's a short book. It's an easy read. T- tell yeah. us about what they'll get when they, when they get the book and how it will help them. Well, it's about 40 pages. I, I wrote it hour by hour. And it lasted 185 hours. And I wrote just uh, like this is ha- this is happening after 20 hours. This is happening after 40 hours. This is happening after 80 hours, and uh, and how students begin to go out and uh, be requested to come and tell us about the revival at Asbury. And as they went, uh, revival broke out at 130 colleges, seminaries, and churches across America, and uh, it did have a a lot to do, I think, with the Jesus. Uh, revolution and um, it did move across uh, you know the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean and the parts of the world but I just took the heart of what happened there and uh, to let people know what happens in revival and uh, and I, I right now you know there's so many videos that's being done right uh, that people can just see it as it's happening now and you couldn't do that then but uh, my book I, I really uh, had some beautiful, heart-touching, warm stories. One little girl says, I just sat in Hughes Auditorium last night and just let Jesus love me. Mm. So can you imagine such a an experience that that young lady had? And then there were others that went and spoke two, three minutes at a church and said, God told me to come here and tell you that we're having revival at Ashbury. And now I've done my job, and, and I'm telling you, they would do things like that, and they'd have revival to break out in the church. And um, some of them would go all night, and one church in Indiana went 50 days. And uh, so, therefore, uh, it's powerful. And I tell you, to me, I love what Dr. Kenlaw, he was the president at that time. I got to know his daughter real well. Beth told me one day that Jesus is the revival, and the revival is Jesus. Mm. And here's the thing that I picture most of all. Every time I go up to Asbury and I walk in that Hughes Auditorium where they've had about 15 revivals, yes, but nothing was like 1970. And we're going to see what turns out on this one. But let me tell you, when I walk in there, the, the presence of the Holy Spirit is so strong, I can hardly walk into the room. And there was nobody in there because I knew that 1970, Jesus walked down the aisle and he never left. And when you have that kind of a presence, uh, that's, uh, you know, I've already seen accounts 
yes, yesterday, the day before, from a pastor who graduated from Asbury from Cincinnati, who said, I went down there and I stayed a day and a half and I, I just couldn't leave. In fact, I walked out the door and I had to come back in and sit down and I just couldn't leave. And, you know, when it, it, it's just something that people have never experienced before. And it, it's, a, it's just a divine intervention and it's a, it's amazing uh, a presence. And I tell you another key thing about all of this is there's a tremendous wave of love that just floods the whole campus. And everywhere these people have gone who've gone up there, they're in the hotels, they're in the motels, and they're seeing each other. Uh, they're just a wave of love right there among the people. It's wow. just uh, what happens. And uh, I tell you, I just, I just hope this never ends. And it just keeps on going and going and going. Wayne, let me ask and, you uh, this: Have you thought you mentioned Jesus Revolution that it was part of the Jesus? Have you have you put together or thought about the fact that uh, Hank and Sheila's sons, John and Andy Irwin, have got the movie coming out uh, next weekend, the yeah. Jesus Revolution? I mean, the, <laughs> have you put those two things together? Oh yeah, and and here's the thing: I'm glad you brought that up because next. I'm already scheduled to go to uh, Asbury February 23rd for the 200th anniversary of the Collegiate Day of Prayer that started in 1823. And many months ago, they decided to have the 200th anniversary at Asbury. Mm. And, and I'm already scheduled to be there, and Janine Brabon's going to be there, the revival leader of 1970. People from all over the country are going to be there. And what a what an amazing wow. thing that the, that the revival started there last week, and we're to be there. We were already scheduled to be there next week on well, February twenty third. And we don't have time to get into the details of it. Let me tell you this: another thing, Wayne's actually in Alabama. He lives in North Carolina now, uh, near the Billy Graham Library, of course. Um, but he, you're in Alabama right now, uh, helping to raise money for uh, scholarships for students to Asbury. Is that correct? My friend down at Montgomery, Carl Stegall, who was 23 years pastor First Methodist of uh, Montgomery, he has an endowed scholarship through the church there to scholarship ministerial students in the Methodist denomination. And most of them, Greg, go to Asbury College yep. and Asbury Seminary that they support for the last 15 years. And my brother Randy is doing four concerts in four churches in four days We've had this schedule for weeks and months, and this is where I am right now. I always go with him and, and uh, support uh, Carl, and, and, of course, I'm Randy's chauffeur, but he's doing concerts, <laughs> wow. and uh, it, it goes toward the scholarships for Asbury students, and wow. it, it's amazing. Well, it's just, it is amazing. You're, you're exactly right. The Asbury Revival, we're going to link that up for you on our show notes on the webpage. Uh, go find that book. It, like you said, it's only 40 pages. It's a small, easy to read. I, I'm telling you, you'll be blessed by it. Um, I, I, I'm going to need to look back and see if we can find the time you were on the show where we where we went really in depth, uh, more in depth about it than we did this time. Uh, Wayne, I got just two or three minutes. Uh, tell tell me about what's going on at the at the library at the Billy Graham Library in uh, well, Charlotte, North we, Carolina. Yes, sir. We did renovations all most all last year, and um, we opened up. Two weeks ago, and we just have some beautiful new things to show people who've been there before or haven't been there. Uh, you know, the the library is not uh, a museum; it's it's an ongoing crusade. We've had thirty-seven thousand decisions for Christ there, 
but we have the new archive and research center open up in December and the Billy Kim Hall, which is going to be a, a new place for us for our schools of evangelism. So wow. the place is uh, greatly enhanced to uh, have a richer harvest in the future Amen. than we've had there in the past. Well, Wayne, I'll and be we'd back. Love to have people come. Yeah, yeah, we want you to go. It's free. The Billy Graham Library is free. It is amazing. I've been to presidential libraries. I've been to Graceland. <laughs> you know, this this is better than all of them. I promise you. Uh, and uh, I'll be there later this year, Wayne. And I'll look forward to seeing you if I don't see you before then, my friend. Thank thank you for what you've done. And man, you're just always seem to you always seem to turn up right in the middle of it. And we appreciate you. <laughs> well, God bless you, Craig. Thank you, Let's Wayne. Pray for Asbury and all of us revival to move across the world. Thank you, man. Amen. Bye bye. Bye bye, Wayne.